Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. We're taking a look at a very serious situation. Last weekend, there was a tragedy in San Diego that has impacted people around the world. A young man walked into a synagogue and opened fire. He killed a young woman. He injured the rabbi. And we are taking a look at this from several standpoints. One, Rabbi Hayim uh, Risky joined us in our first segments. And now we're going to take a look at this from another point of view, a Muslim point of view. Sunday morning, my very good friend and one of my favorite people in the entire world, Servette Hassan, called me and asked if I was okay because of what happened in in San Diego. And it occurred to me, we should be talking about this on the radio. And I have on our line from uh, Orange County, California, Servette uh, Hassan. Servette is uh, a wonderful person to start with. She's an author, best-selling author. Uh, she's uh, talked uh, to audiences around the uh, the country, around the world, too, uh, Servette? Right. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And uh, she uh, uh, and she's a good friend. Um, when you called me, I I I almost cried. I, I oh. y- your background is is not all that different than mine, except that you're a Muslim. I am Jewish. Um, right. But you were affected. Definitely affected. It's a house of worship. I mean, houses of worship are supposed to be. Uh, sacred and safe places for anyone. We should all be able to worship without fear, you know, truly. And this was six months to the day since 11 people were killed at the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh. And not long before that, Mark, it was the Christchurch in New Zealand. I mean, something has to change. You know, you told me there was a, uh, I don't remember the incident, there was a, a, a mosque was desecrated, uh, and mm-hmm. your parents are practicing practicing uh, Muslims, and right. and they told you that they were going to continue to go to the mosque, to continue to pray, to continue to live their religious life. Absolutely, they're not going to stop. In fact, if anything, I think it made made them more convicted to go. As the rabbi said from the Shabbat Poway synagogue uh, after this happened to him, uh, to them, all of them, uh, that he hoped that that Jewish people would stand united and that the synagogues would be filled even more so. And I, I might point out that it's not only for Jews, but for Christians, for Muslims, for Buddhists, for Protestants, for everybody. Right, that's what I'm saying. No one should have to worship in fear. And we have to start speaking out against bigotry and gun violence. To, you know, that's a big part of it. I mean, this was an AR-type weapon, of kind of war weapons that these people are getting their hands on. But on top of that, I mean, this is what this country was made of. I mean, uh, violence against anyone when it comes to religion or bigotry in religion is an affront to us as American is what we stand for as a nation. Yes. Right? And and have you experienced, in fact, I know you have, have you experienced anti-Muslim feelings because of, of yeah. 
Most Mom. especially since 9-11. I have to say, since 9-11, uh, people hear my last name, Hassan, and they automatically assume I'm a practicing Muslim or, uh, you know, I'm an Arab, and, and uh, they immediately treat me differently. So I do know what that's like. I have been called chocolate face. I've, oh, my. I have been told to... Go back to that country where you came from. And I'm like, you know, because I, I, I grew up in London and Montreal. I'm a Canadian citizen, a British citizen, and an American citizen, besides being born in Pakistan. So I'm like, like when I say go home where you came from, I'm like, well, what, like London? <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, that might not be a bad place. I know. I know, but it's just absurd. I mean, they are automatically profiling me on my name. And, and that's ridiculous. Or And people shouldn't be profiled on their religion. They shouldn't be profiled on anything. I know that, you know, I, uh, redlining, profiling, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. people do that. Uh, redlining is, is, is profiling in the insurance business. If you live in one part of town, your insurance is higher than if you live in another part of town. Because right. there's more, they claim because there's more incidents. The profiling on 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 an airplane. Mm-hmm. It right. bothers me, but at the same time, if you see somebody who is wearing a turban, does that Correct. send up a flare in your head? Yeah, well, it shouldn't. I mean, it I should not. Yes, I don't want to get on a plane where nobody's checking to see if if there are weapons or and, and that kind of profiling. You know, yes, we need to be safe as a country. We need to be safe, but um, yeah, but checking for weapons between that and and just pulling somebody aside and being nasty because they're wearing a turban, right? You know, that, there's, there's a difference between that. It's, you know, I'm talking about um, bigotry. I mean, just talking about people um, who are just, you know, there's something about prejudice. It's, it's taught. It's not something you were born with, you know? You know, and you were saying that, as you said that, um, there's a, a Broadway show analogy here. I know that Daryl was waiting for this one. <laughs> um, You're not going to sing, are you? <laughs> no, I promise you I'm not going to sing. Okay. But there's a song that... that go ahead, Daryl. <laughs> no, he, he will not sing. I have the switch. Okay, <laughs> it would last about three seconds. And there it would go. And there would be blank, dead air. Um, but South Pacific. Yeah. Oh, he's going to do happy talk now. We're no, I, I wish I could do happy talk. It's not happy. It's I don't remember the name of the song, but Nellie Forbush and the and the lieutenant, they both love people of of a different color, and they talk about the fact that they had to learn to hate that people, right. and and that's awful. It's, right, it, it was true. We are not born prejudiced people. We are not born bigots. We're not born that way. It's something that's learned and conditioned into children and then people as they grow older. So, I mean, that's where you kind of have to start. You know, we all have to start with ourselves. So, you know, I, I just hope that, that 
what this shows me more and more when I saw this and I called you and I said, Please, you know, I hope you're okay because this is an affront to all of us. We are all children of God. All of us. Absolutely. And, and so I cannot, I, I can't stand to see this happening to anyone. How can we heal the earth? How can we all get together. I mean, we're going to be talking soon with the the uh, the uh, creator of Interfaith, the musical, which is all oh, wow. about us all getting along together. Okay, right. it's right. it's taking place in downtown Los Angeles uh, mm-hmm. at the Pico Union Project, which is the site of the oldest synagogue in Los Angeles. I wish I could go. I really do. I'll be out of town, but it's it, it just living together I don't understand because I meet people who are black and white and and brown and and yellow and Jewish and Buddhist and I get I try to get along with everybody it doesn't well, yeah. Yeah, right I mean right and there are bad people that are black and Jewish and and Christian and and purple and all of this and it, right. it's just, it frustrates me. Well, you, you know what? It, we can't change anyone else. We can change ourselves. So I think what we all need to do to heal the planet, heal the world, heal the country, heal, is to heal ourselves and to just put out positive energy and good, good, good thoughts and good, good deeds that lead people away from that. And yes, we need to do something about gun violence and all of that, but, but it starts with ourselves in our own little community. When people just say, say to me, well, I don't have a missionary, I don't have a thing. The people in your lives are your mission. You know, it starts there, and then it expands to your, whatever your religious beliefs are, and, and to your, but it starts with your friends and your family and just your community, your own little community. And if everybody heals their own little world, then I think it will heal the whole world. If that makes sense. Healing the world. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to think that that's what late night health is is trying to do, talking about health. And when you have somebody who is so angry and so young and having a weapon that is designed for only one purpose. It's not a hunting weapon. It is not a practice weapon. It is a weapon designed to kill people. It's right. not designed to kill anything else. Right. Right. And how are they getting their hands on those so easily? You know, there's something to be said for that. But, but like I said, if we want to heal the world, we have to heal ourselves and we have to be... Uh, and heal our children too like you said they're they're so angry and they're so young uh, where wherever we can start whatever part we can do within our own communities and our own lives is where we should start you know yeah one person can make a difference i do i truly believe that i do, I do. too i do too what kinds of things should we do as a community as as, as the people stand of this united. world. Stand united. Stand united in that we, will, we, we are stronger than this, we are better than this, and to try to spread the word that, yes, we are all children of God, and we have to get along. It doesn't matter if you're blue or purple or green or yellow or whatever. We are all the same underneath it all. 
And in our heart of hearts and our souls, we are all exactly the same. And what about non-believers? Well, they're believers. They're just believers in, in not believing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say that there are no atheists. They say that there are no atheists in a foxhole as, as you know, gunfire is going going by right. you. Please, right. God, you don't know, let it be me. You know, I can't condone them either. I mean, because then I can be, you know, uh, condoning what I'm saying I'm right. against. I really, honestly, if you want to be an atheist, that's fine. But then they have a belief in themselves. So if yeah, you're exactly. going to believe in yourself, then... Make yourself the best you can be. Servette, we'll talk about a happier subject next time, okay? All right. Thank you. Servette Hassan uh, here on Late Night Health. Um, uh, Again, Interfaith the Musical, uh, go to interfaiththemusical.com if you'd like some information on their upcoming performance, interfaiththemusical.com. I'm Mark Allen. Join us at latenighthealth.com. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. We will be right back. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back, too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green and you're listening to The Insane Daryl Wayne and I said Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) 